I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. Good evening, everybody. This Sunday... September 13th, 2020. Welcome to episode 38 of What Do We Know? My name is Dan Roskill, joined as always by my good, good friend, David Geller. And Dave Geller, who else is on the pod with us this evening? Besides you, Dan Brosco, me, Dave Geller, we have one of my very good friends uh, joining us from the hinterlands of Maine, Dave Sassano. Good evening. Dave. Big fan of you guys. Been uh, listening since I was a kid. So Dave says Hinterlands. I don't think it's Hinterlands. Tell us uh, where, where you currently reside. I am currently in Scarborough, Maine, which is, uh, I guess, a suburb of Portland, just a little south of Portland. Practically Portland. My per- goodness. Uh, yeah, so there's Portland and there's north. So I guess Portland is where uh, you could say I am. All right. Uh, how are the sharks up there? <laughs> how are the what's up there? The sharks. 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 Sharks, uh, well, they're, they're, it's, it's fall now, so they're, uh, they're getting ready to hibernate for the year. So, so Scarborough, Maine is famous for some, for, besides being famous for you, Dave Sassano, Scarborough, Maine has, has a very active, they still have that active harness racing. They still have Scarborough Downs, that's still going on. They do. It still exists, but uh, they've built up all sorts of condos and houses around it in the last have you couple been, have, when's the last? Have you ever been, and when's the last time you've been to Scarborough Downs? I kind of love the best. I've been there once in my life. When did I say it once? Is it, is it still an active horse racing track? It is. It is. Yeah, wanna, harness like, racing. People want to like do mixed use condos and live above the horse stables. Is that what's happening? <laughs> I think they're de- they're desperately trying to ease the the horse racing out of there. <laughs> I think that's probably. <laughs> I assume I mean, not doing like greyhound racing. Also, that's probably gone in Maine, or is that still going on? Uh. It's still going on a little bit, a little right. bit. Yeah. So we, when we grew up, Susanna, right in Lewiston, Maine, right across the tracks, right across the river, yep. Lewiston, Maine, they had a racetrack there, right? Was it? Was there did. a racetrack? I think every every big town or, or or in Maine had a harness racing track of some kind. And, and over in, 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 if I remember correctly, too, the Grateful Dead played at that racetrack when we were in like a middle school or something. I remember, right, right around that time. Yeah, they uh, they would play there. They played up at the Oxford Hills Speedway and what a few shows. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so did you do? Did you guys go to the Dead concert when I was in Lewiston, or you just heard about it? No, they scared me back then. I didn't go back. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, the only thing that only thing that conjures up in my mind when I hear about the when I think about this concert is me sitting in, in my father's den and him saying some of those some of those concert goers were urinating on people's lawns that's, that's how i remember <laughs> were you um was your father or you a dead fan dave geller sasano or me my my, my father was not a dead first. fan was my father a grateful <laughs> dead fan <laughs> my, my, my father enjoyed shanana i can't tell you he enjoyed uh grateful dead sasano how about your father or you dave so it also goes for you so Gell, did you like the dead Geller did not. You I was not a Grateful Dead. My Jen, Jen, my you know Jen, Jen really liked the Grateful Dead a lot. What about you, uh, Sasano? Are you into the Dead? 
I could see, I mean, just as an aside, I could see Dave's dad being a closet dead fan. I really That's could. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. That would have been my first take, you know? But I, and I, me personally, I wasn't back then, but I've come to appreciate them more as I get older. All right. So you're getting yeah. to the jam bands. You listen to the I jam bands, not serious like them. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, Sasana, before we get going too deep, tell, tell our listeners what you do. Uh, I work for a company called IDEX Laboratories yeah. in Westbrook here. Uh, most people, if they know the name, it's it's about the veterinary uh, veterinary testing and veterinary supplies that they offer. But I actually work on the other side of the company, working for water testing products and uh, water and dairy and livestock testing. Water, dairy, and livestock, all three in abundance in Maine. What's yes. hot in the water uh, treatment and water testing uh, genre right now, Dave Sasano? Well, I think it's hot everywhere is the uh, the COVID testing and yep. uh, everything related to that. We've... Uh, Got a got a new COVID test for our in wastewater, which has uh, just been launched and doing pretty well. So uh, hopefully that'll. How, how, how is that? How is that being used? Like, I mean, in this stupid, silly question, but maybe it's a leading question. Like, what's the use of that, right? Like, is it for seeing like where where's COVID's lurking, kind of using it as a way to to track it down better? You know, what's about? Well, well, thanks for asking, Dave. That's a great question. Um, well, let's we, move on now. <laughs> Basically, they can test different parts of, you know, when when the waste comes into the treatment facility, they can do the testing where it comes in and they can uh-huh. actually pinpoint, you know, specific neighborhoods or or or, uh, or towns where there might be hot zones or not hot zones for for COVID because that obviously all gets sloughed off in the waste so they can track yeah. it down to different towns and, and neighborhoods and maybe you know, opening up some areas quicker if it's not a hot area or shutting stuff down if it's a if it's a hot zone. I can just see myself like like standing over like a hill somewhere at a water like a, like a local swimming hole and saying, excuse me, excuse me, sir. Uh, the IDX testing showed that this <laughs> this lake is teeming with COVID-19. I do that anyway. It, yeah, you know. That's always a, always a fun thing. When I when I was in when I was in medical school, this is a total tangential, you know, but I was outside of my um I used to live with Godek and those guys, like Chris Godek and Mark Dari, which you know we've talked about before. And we had a dog named Mally who would eat all kinds of things, uh socks, two socks, animals. And I was outside and getting my car and a woman from the next to apartment in Brighton said, Excuse me, excuse me. And I said I looked up, I said, Yeah. She goes, Is that your dog, the big gray one? I said, Yeah. I just wanted to let you know that. She ate a squirrel last night. I said, thank you. Thank you very much. She said, it was a live squirrel. <laughs> that's, that, that's my vision of me standing over the hill saying, get out of the COVID water. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see why you connected one of those dots to the next one, Dave. It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Right. Nice job. So, Two sides uh, of the same coin. So, well, by the time the water arrives in a treatment plant that spits out onto the Atlantic or into Portland Harbor, like how, how long does it take to get from like a town to treatment to be measured is it like hours is it like a couple of days delay i don't even know how that works well it's it's the raw stuff that's being treated uh, that's being yep. tested so it hasn't yep. gone through its treatment yet um and it you know it, it's basically they they collect the sample at the uh the facility and then they then they can uh send it off to a lab or you know a lab to get tested so it's it's a it's a day or so tran- turnaround time all right. Any any false positives like they did with the NFL testing a few weeks ago? 
That I don't know. All right, let's hope not. <laughs> yeah, I hope not, but that I don't know. So I've been um I've been watching Stranger Things, right? We all watch Stranger Things. Have you watched Stranger Things, Dan Brosco? Negative. Dave Stein, have you watched Stranger Things? We know Stein's not. not, but he's watching history. So so, come on, come on. so I'm just so, I'm just wondering what kind of covert things are going on in this lab, right? There's one side does this, there's a your side. I wonder what the third side does at the ID system. Well, that sounds like a whole a whole spin-off series. Or I'm not allowed things. to discuss that. Right. Yeah. Um, a, lo- a lot going on, guys, before we hop into uh, to 2020, which is Hano is going to be participating in today. Um, first of all, shout out to the Patriots. Gellies, you going to have the pass game today? I know they won the game. They won the game. Great. So, Sam, do you have any more information for Gellies that you want to share? <laughs> I, I was – I got a – I was impressed with the offense. It's a definite uh, new uh, new angle that we haven't seen in a while with uh, Cam Newton running all over the place. Well, my son's but like, are they going to pass? I'm like, maybe they don't have to pass yep. as much. But listen, a win is a win. They win a home game against Miami, which sometimes is hard. Tom Brady loses. Yeah. I'm in. I, Let's go. I, I think next week might be a little more challenging for them. They got uh, Seattle. Next week. Well, I can't. Yeah. Well, who, who, I don't know who they're playing, Dave. Who are they playing? Seattle, I think. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Um, so Pat's win. Uh, I'm actually, I'm in three different fantasy football leagues. I'm probably going to lose all three games. Good job, Mr. Brosco. So that's fine. And my name, Dave and Dave, my team name for all three is the same. It's, it's called going hybrid in honor of districts going hybrid for learning this fall. Cause why not? I'm glad you, I'm glad you defined why, about yeah. that name you gave us. Well, the just, and actually Dave, you like this one, Dave Geller, my, my team name last year, do you know, um, are you familiar with the football player Deshaun Jackson? Just nod your head. I am. Okay. I am. Yes, so I, yes. I named my uh, I named my team Deshaun Kennehan. Oh, I like that. And uh, and I gave Brenda and Sean the updates weekly as I cruised to a second place finish in the league. So, but you know, it's funny. Everyone, everyone likes to say that they're going to fantasy football. I'm, I'm actually not good at fantasy football. Uh, in my 20 years of playing, my record in my Yahoo league, which goes back to '99, is like 161 and 155. So my, you might say I'm a little bit middling. Um, but I have on that league four times. So I'm in that league and two SPN leagues. And who really cares, Dave? You do not play fantasy football, Dave Geller, do you? I, I, I'm I not that into fantasy football. I was part of one team with some friends of mine from uh, college. Uh, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm, yeah. You, could just say, yeah. you could just say no. Nah, I, I want to expound. So the anyways, <laughs> my, dog was eat, my dog was eating this live squirrel. squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Sonny, are you in a fantasy or no? I do not. I don't have the commitment to it. All I just right. like to sit and watch the games. I don't need to do homework afterwards. The worst part of fantasies is you end up sometimes bumping into these fantasy football Nazis that like really take it too seriously. And you know, I've managed to find my way out of leagues where the guys just like change rules on the fly to their advantage. I'm like, what are we doing here? So uh, it's all good. Um, Dave, school starts this week. Yes, school. So yeah, Madison goes to school or goes to her dining room table. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Is, uh, what does it look like excited. for you? Do you, have, do you have a schedule? Do you have a plan? What's going on? You know what? Just the plan was getting her to bed tonight. That was the plan. Um, at a decent hour, so we could do this thing at ten fifteen, right? And then getting her up tomorrow before nine o'clock when school quote unquote starts. That that's the plan right now, day to day. How long is the full day for Madison tomorrow? Is it nine to two, nine to three, six hours, five hours, all all that, synchronous? What's the story? Not nine to two. Um, I yep. think nine two fifteen. All I'm. I honestly, I have no idea. Synchronous, asynchronous. I'm, yep. I've lost track of the terms. Again, I'm just. I'm just praying, and I'm not joking uh, about a smooth, smooth start, a smooth day. Um, and 
that you know that she that she gets guess what she has to get done. So how about you guys? You guys well, just imagine to- imagine having five kids for remote and hybrid models with different schedules, different drop offs for devices. I tomorrow I have three different like school tours, teacher meets, device drop offs, and then we have a virtual day Wednesday, and then somehow Thursday they're going to be in school. And then this is a great smart moment for me. All all summer long I've been like, yeah, well, on the remote days when my wife's at work and I'm at work, the, you know the boys will just watch the girls, and I'm like. No, Dan, because they have to be in their own classes. So how is this actually going to work on Friday when everyone has to be in school for some combination of real-time instruction, doing their homework kits, doing stuff on the apps on their own, oh. and like feed themselves lunch? It's it's going to be really interesting. So wish us luck, I will say. Wish us luck. Yeah, I, I can def- tell you. I tell you, our start was already good since the Chromebook that that Jen picked up on Friday doesn't even power on. So we are oh, nice. we are styling already. Yeah, and so Sonny, you do not have any school age kids, so you are you're free and clear. I, I that's correct. I got a son who's up at Orono, up at the University of Maine in Orono, yeah. and he's living off campus. Yep. And I think he ends up he's has one one in person class, and the rest are all online. He's living the dream, my friend. Yeah, living yep. the dream. Yeah, <laughs> oh my Wait. gosh. What year is he, Dave, up there, Sano? What, what, what year uh, he? he's, he's finishing up. Uh, he's in between his junior and senior year. What's his major? Uh, business. What was your major? Mar- marketing. Uh, <laughs> uh, poli-sci. Poli-sci. Yeah. Yeah. So this is why uh, Dave, Sano, and I have, have a lot of in common because we were both yeah. politics majors. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, the the so great undecided. Uh, other school <laughs> news, as I'm sure you've seen. Uh, first of all, uh, some, some labor trouble up in Andover. The teachers refused to come to school. And then the district took them to court and it was ruled an illegal strike. And the courts actually made the teachers come back into school the following day, which was bananas. Uh, In Dedham, the town went red. So the schools went to remote for a period of time. In Chatham, the town went red and the school said, we don't care. We're going to school anyway. And then the most exciting incident from the weekend, as you may have seen, Dave, on Friday, is there was a big party in the woods over in Lincoln Sudbury with 32 kids that were caught by the cops, 18 of them gave false names, 13 ran away and weren't able to count it. So the school board said, you know what, guys, because of this, two weeks of remote only. And everyone's like, what are you doing? So, you know, my, my thoughts on that, you know, off the record, on the record, I mean, these kids were probably hanging out with each other all summer anyway after partying at yep. night. So what was yep. the additional risk that we're seeing here? But I get what so, we're talking about. So here, with risks, here's a question. Behaviors, so, et cetera. So it's, it's bananas. So, and luckily we're on track for a safe start on Wednesday and Thursday here in Bedford. So I, I grew up as a son, right? So Dave and I, we knew each other. W- w- when do we meet David? Um, right. Is it jun- uh, sophomore, junior year? I mean, we knew we, we were aware of each other probably yeah, yeah. all the time growing up. Yeah, you, <laughs> you were like, who was a really cool guy named Dave Geller that was not going on? Um, yeah, you with were... a ridiculous mass accent. Not yeah, so accent. anyway, yeah. So, so we had a share of parties in the woods, okay? Like at some point in our life, we won't see when. And I don't know what day you were Oscar, like what you were doing, but just say you guys get not, caught. I was not cool like you. Just say, just say you get nabbed by the police in the woods, okay? Sasano, what name are you giving? <laughs> what, what name are you giving when they say, what is your name? You know, what's your fake name or real name? You know what? I don't even know if I ever thought that far ahead. I'd, <laughs> I'd probably just give them my name and, and you know, hope for the best. No, I, I, I didn't name? have a fake name. I, what would you do, Brazi? What would you be your fake name? I, I would never need one. I, I would never put myself in such a circumstance. True story. But I mean, I mean, you guys didn't go up in a huge town. Didn't the cops know all the kids from like just walking around? When I I remember a couple like one is one time I was we were in the we were found in the woods, whatever. And a cop said to me, he goes, he goes, Geller, I know who your dad is. 
You know, I know who you are. Nice try. You know, you know like, like yeah. they, they, they knew us. They, they, they knew. They were like, no, like Dana, like we'll have Dana Bureau on soon, right? I mean, um, there was that one party we had at the, um, we had a, at, that, at that apartment my dad his office was, right? I remember the cops came in. And, and the guy's like. what? You hosted a party in your dad's office building? Yeah, uh, that's a great story. Yeah, but did. This is, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, on the main, we think we talked about this a little bit before. It was like on the main street, too. Downtown Auburn, Maine. Oh, yeah, yeah, downtown. Remember the cops came? They came in. I remember. Remember, and um, and they and and they and they were you know rounding up kids. I remember them saying to one of our friends, "Hey, you're Rick Love," and and Dana Bureau, who's next to Rick Love, they were big, big hockey players. Um, Dana was upset that the cop didn't know who, who he was. He's like, "Yeah, but I'm Dana Bureau." The guy's like, "Whatever." <laughs> the guy's name was Ricka. Ricker, Ricker, Ricker Love. I yeah, like, amazing like Bill, like Bill Ricca. I'm like, what? Who? Not Bill Ricca. Yeah. So yeah, if I were a cop of the cops, just went down to uh, Old Orchard Beach to hide from the cops that you knew for those weeks uh, right after graduation. Did you hear that story once? Yeah, we had uh, those, with those house parties. Yeah. Was, uh, oh we we God. try to try to avoid the police on those at those parties. It's probably, it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. Back in Brandeis. Yeah, down there. Yeah, you know, I remember that the Brandeis, you know, off-campus parties, and you know, in these neighborhoods, you just packed like hundreds of kids in the basement the cops would come they'd be like how do you fit so many people in these basements they're like hey it's just how we kind of do it how we do it it was a different time too back then i mean we were all you you'd you'd party down at the in the woods down at the by the little sand pit or whatever and then when you drive out the nine times out of ten the cops were there checking the cars <laughs> checking the right. cars as you were leaving and as long as you didn't slur your words, they just said, get out of here and go home. You know, it wasn't, it's, it was a different time. That was, that was definitely different. <laughs> yeah. These, those were the times where you would, you'd be down there and you would see the, you would see the lights, the flashlights coming down the, down the street and you're like, Oh, and then you, you scatter. And, um, and the other memories I think about is back then it wasn't, it wasn't all the social media stuff, right. About like, well, okay, the party, yeah. yeah, we'd be, we'd be driving around literally um, Maine, the the back roads with our windows down, listening to see where the parties were. Right, we're like, wait, I think there's a party down this road. We drive down in the dark and wait and listen, move on. Yeah, or, or, or we just gather over McDonald's and wait for all the all the kids to come by and figure out where we're gonna go next. <laughs> but I was not eating at McDonald's. Pretty night. solid. No, that was, you were at Sam's. Sam's. That's so tuna sub. Tuna sub. So, okay, here's one for you. Dave, I just finished up uh, season one of Cobra Kai, that great party scene in Cobra Kai season one. Is you, did you finish it? I am on the la- I'm on the last episode of yeah the, the fight scene of, of uh, season one. Yeah, season one. Cobra Kai, my 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 strongest endorsement. What a what a what a whirlwind that show is. You watched it all this week. I'm excited for season two. Sasano, have you watched Cobra Kai yet? I have not watched Cobra Kai yet. Oh, you, you got to step in. You got to step so, in. So Sasano and I, this is a good story, I think. Sasano and I, one time were nice at, lead in. That was good. Lead in. The, I think no, it's good, but I'm not sure. We were at, I know I don't, I don't want to make it too big, like you know, but like any of my stories. But we were at the local um, uh, miniature golf place and driving range, Tabor's Golf. Right, <laughs> we were up there in in Auburn, Maine, and you and I were golfing, right? And these these bunch of guys came by and they started giving us. We were, were we juniors. Like yeah, giving dude, us a hard yeah. time. They were like really harassing us and bull- like, you know, bullying us. About we just kind of, I don't even know what they were in. What, do you remember, Dave? I think we were rocking our white jeans. <laughs> I think, you know, and we were looking pretty good. 
Yeah, we were, golf, we were driving golf balls together. That was really cool of us. And just, you know, two dudes together driving golf balls in our white jeans. I think these guys, they were from Lewiston, I think. I don't know. They which, just, started, just started giving us a hard time. We were like, yeah. we're like, and we were like, we were like, you know, kind of like timid about it. And like, after like, you know, we're not taking this. And what do we do, Dave? We signed up for karate. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. That's not true. That so is true. true. We 100% went, true. 100% true. We went to John Jenkins. John Jenkins, who is a was like an Olympian or like a, a world master in like judo, right? John Jenkins. Yep. yep. Um, great guy from my town. He was known for teaching karate. He had a karate studio. The interesting thing about John Jenkins, in the future, and Sasano can back me up on this, he became not only the mayor of Auburn, but also became the mayor of Lewiston he, yep. at different times. He was the he was mayor of the Lewiston in Auburn. You can still Google him today, John Jenkins. Oh my God, I'm looking at him right now. Yep. Yeah. And great public speaker, good friend of my father's too. I, I don't, of course. Yeah, but really sure nice guy. Well, really nice guy. Great guy, just articulate, um, intelligent, and just kind. Motivational speaker kind of guy. Yeah. And Dave <laughs> and I, I think, I think we lasted about three, three or four sessions. Three sessions. I That's really, all I we just, needed. That's all we I needed. Just, I just remember I, we learned the first kata, which was like the first, <laughs> the first move. Um, but I remember two things from those times. Was one, um, Sensei Jenkins looked up to me and said, "You need to respect your gi." You need to wash it. <laughs> yeah, you that do. was that's not make me feel good. And then I accidentally we had to do these 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 um movements these um movements these exercises and I bumped into his wall and cracked the sheetrock and he was not happy. I think after that we stopped going because I was so bad. Dude, he we, he was the the world champion in karate, nineteen seventy seven. Yep. He won the mayor of Lewiston three to one margin, November ninety three, and then he considered running for governor recently. Dave, did you know that he put some papers not, in but didn't end up doing it? Wow. John yeah. Jenkins, sensei. Yep. Sensei, sensei. talking about it. he is our Cobra Kai. You know, like, right. no joke. Well, wait, wait till you wait till you finish the season, and I'm I'm a queue up season two for this week. I I, I listen. I didn't expect to no, like it. You, on your recommendation, I watched it. It was very impressive. So way to no, go. But I tell you what's what's co- funny about it because they go to that and when they you know not only is it about karate but they went to that um to that the to that miniature golf place right. And that's what brought me back to this time with Sasano. I mean, yeah. it was a little diff- still different. In, you know, me and Sasano versus you know whatever. But. It was fun. <laughs> Was there is, is it was like a like a dinosaur mini golf like pirate mini golfers like like playing mini golf up there? What, what was the what was the theme? Were of we, mini golf? I think we were just driving, right? We were just driving. We were driving, driving. driving. We were driving yeah. but we, but but Tabers had a miniature golf, and like Jen and I went there all the time. Those were like the big dates going there. Yeah, you bet it was. Tabor. Wow. Yeah. Um, are you are you enjoying the the fall weather, Dave Geller? You enjoying what are, what are some fall activities you've been up to recently? This wonderful stretch of pleasant, cool air. So at least once I've already said this is my favorite time of year. And I, as I yep. see in this video, Sasano's wearing a nice flannel shirt. I mean, this, I just can't get enough of this weather. Um, yep. Well, I've, we don't, I've done no fall activities except for um, going out for a run, which is so nice to do when it's not so hot. And that was a hot summer. That was a it's hot, hot summer. Yeah. Well, you, you been, have you been tapping into fall? You get some maple syrup, pick some pumpkins. What's happening up there in Scarborough? I, I, just been loving the weather i, I yeah. falls my favorite time too it's uh, the the breeze and the and the sun and it just it's perfect and i love that breeze and sun Sano, you and i should go play some miniature golf right now <laughs> <laughs> put your white jeans on it's after labor day <laughs> i probably still have them as a the, the acid wash or something i don't know oh, God, i think i'm sorry Sano, but you are i think you are really um i don't know Misremembering, I don't remember any white. I don't white jeans. Perfectly well. I think there definitely some white jeans. No, it it, That's why they were giving us a hard time because you and I think you had the you know you were doing the skinny tie thing at that time and 
you know, I, I, it was, that's what it was. Yeah, you painted this picture that we got dressed up to go, <laughs> go, go drive the golf. <laughs> well, you weren't wearing your Adidas pants, but you're wearing your white jeans, uh, sure. I remember when, um, speaking of those, I remember when one of our, one of our, we were in ninth, 10th grade and some, and this was the Michael Jackson era, um, or time. And, and this young, this guy in our class, I remember, I remember seeing him from, from my, my history teacher's room walking down the hallway wearing one of those Michael Jackson jackets with like 4,000 zippers on them. And he bought a chess king and he got harassed. So, you know, nice kid, too many zippers, too red jacket. And he did have the glove. Harassed. What's that? He had the glove too. Yeah, did he have the glove? He did have the glove. So this is Maine in the eighties. So he, uh, he, twenty-four hours later, he had brought that jacket back to Chesky and got his money back. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Speaking of Maine, I saw uh, Sanford, Maine, in the news this week down here. He's he, he have something in Sanford. There's a big like uh, civil debate about mask wearing and how seriously people are going to take it. And the town council is shaming people for not taking it seriously. And the state senators like, listen, it wells in the gunk up they're masking, but in Sanford they're not. So. I don't know. The Portland Press Herald's a good Twitter follow, and they've been sort of show, throwing some light on some of this intramain political nonsense. So, uh, just want to say, paying attention, paying attention. What's going on with that, Tassano? What's going on with you guys up there in Maine? I I don't like know. I I haven't been able to figure out these people that don't wear masks. I I just don't get what the what the big deal is. It's you know it. I think people that just like to go around and and cause a problem or like to call attention to themselves i, I don't i it it doesn't work for me you know so when I mean, you when you walk around when you walk around scarborough right yeah. when you go when you go when you go to your harness racing sasano yeah like how many people what's the percentage of people who aren't is everybody wearing masks up there or is some or is, or is a majority i would majority of them are majority yeah. of them are you know every once in a while you'll find one that is not um, nine times out of ten somebody who's not wearing a mask it's because they forgot it in their car or something like that we don't get the the you know the people that are not w- wearing it to try and make a point they're mm-hmm. just it's it's actually pretty good up here really right. so unless, i don't know what all the fuss is about unless you're going to millinocket millinocket maine for a wedding right well they were saying that the the, the problem is the, the guy that officiated that wedding is the is the pastor one of the big churches in sanford he's telling the story like, yeah. no right so you can sort of see these lines being connected from from uh, different pieces of maine so yeah okay. as, i'm gonna stay out of it you're gonna, you're gonna stay out of it. We, you, we out of it. I'm not going to Stanford. Sorry, I'll, I'll stick on the couch. Uh, although, although we'll see. Uh, and the last thing, news of the week. Uh, I'm sure Dave cares about this. Dave Geller, you saw that uh, the big ceremony tomorrow in Washington with the Emiratis coming to sign an agreement with Israel, and so are the Bahrainis. So, celebrating some additional peace in the Middle East, Dave. Uh, Dave, which for me is always a good thing. So, I think they're actually something. celebrating that in Sanford as well. So, I think they're definitely celebrating it in uh, in Sanford, Maine. I would agree. I would agree. Um, but no, again, little in fact about our guest Dave Sasano, once a model for LL Bean, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, a hand model. I got my hand in a catalog one one, one time. Unbelievable. Yeah, so sorry. Presence of greatness. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm still I'm waiting actually, for, the, for the check, gonna, but that's all right. I really think you again. You 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 are misremembering that. I think you actually was a full body shot, Sasano. It, no, well, no, no. I never. I've never. No, that wasn't me. Not I, even a chance. Not even not a chance. E- not even a chance. Your hand. So hand. we're gonna. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's like you can find out the old yearbooks. I'm gonna. I'm gonna dig back to the L.O. Bean catalogs of your. And I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find that hand in those white jeans you were wearing. In those it would be late. Eight, late eighties. Eighty-eight, eighty-nine, probably. So that there, there's your time frame. 
So you worked at Beans, right? What were you doing at Beans back then? I was just customer service, seasonal customer service. On the phone or in person? Uh, on the phone. So what? So so we might have doted on this before when we caught up. But what's what's the you know Bean has that has an amazing return policy. At least they did, right? You can return anything, anytime for your money back. What's the what's the craziest thing you've ever returned or know of someone returning? We had a lot of people that would call in January that wanted to return like the Christmas trees and wreaths that they got for Christmas. Huh. That was a no go. <laughs> but people would try. They, hey, I got it. You know, it, it's an LL Bean thing. Can I return this? No, sorry. Um, but you know, there are people that uh, you know stuff was in a fire or something, and they would try and return. There are a lot of a lot of different things, and you, you don't back then. You didn't even question it. It was just so, like, okay, what what's the name and address, and where do where do we send the uh, the refund to, or whatever, or the replacement to? So that's crazy. That's it, it's it's definitely. It's definitely real. People did that, right? Absolutely, yes. Or that you know, they'd buy something. They'd buy something on Friday because they were going camping over the weekend, and then Monday they just return it because they weren't going to go camping ever again. So they were just basically renting it for the weekend. So, Geller, what did you return to LV and you shouldn't have returned? Um, I don't think anything actually. Okay. <laughs> no, I swear, I, I mean it. I really mean it. Yeah. No, I'm. I, I, I was. I, when did Bean transform from like this cute little main retailer to the sort of behemoth that it became? Was it always the case? I just missed out on that, or did it really just jump into from regional to national stuff sometime around when you guys were probably teenagers? Final. That's that's probably about when you know the eighties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When because Bean was big, you know, it was it was it was yuppie-ish to go and right. buy and wear Bean stuff. So I probably the eighties is when it really took off. Sure. Sure. You know, it had been hunting for all along, but then they started with their with their regular clothing, and that just became a thing. The funnier part was Abercrombie. Abercrombie was once like an outdoor, you know, adventure retailer for like old guys, and then it became like the young hot the young hot kids in the '90s, and now nobody goes there anymore. And Bean has sort of held up. So, thanks to you, Sasano, in your hand and your and your acid wash jeans, and maybe some police yeah. jackets, you uh, you held Cobra up. Kai. Cobra Kai. Kai. Uh, speaking of Maine, I don't even remember the first kata. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of Maine, Maine and, and Maine peeps, last time, when we had caught up a while ago, Susanna, you told me, I think this is interesting, your, was it your daughter worked at the fireworks place somewhere? Yeah, she manages Phantom Fireworks here in Scarborough. Are they, are they legal or illegal up there? It must be legal, uh, right? In Ma Maine State, they're legal, but each town has its own uh, laws. So, like, they're not legal in Scarborough, where the store is, uh, other than, for, you know, 4th of July or New Year's Eve, between, like, 8 and 10 p.m. or something like that. But And then there are some towns that say absolutely not, and there are some towns that say bring them in and have at it. But, <laughs> wow, uh, nice. Yeah. And, and how, how, is it, how is it, I read the paper, like, the season this year for um, fireworks was, you know, was, you know, for the big commercial places was a little bit was a little bit lower, but, you know, for personal use. So how how they do, asked you? They, be, between June 30th and July 4th, they so it was a well. week's time, $800,000 worth of sales <laughs> that one in one week. They had lines out the door, and oh, I, I I wish I had that much disposable income. <laughs> they did, people just popped $800,000. Yeah. Right, in a week. That's wow. insane. That, that's a good piece of trivia right there. Yeah, that's a good piece of trivia. 
Phantom Fire was 800K over a five day weekend. Phantom Fire. One store. One one store. (laughs) So extrapolate that into some other sort of mom and pop fireworks shops across the state of Maine, and you'll probably get a couple of billion in fireworks. Probably all a trip on July 4th, right, Dave? Yeah, they're still <laughs> and they're still going on. I think yeah, I mean fireworks on that lake, at least in probably all lakes in Maine, starts right around like June and ends around next week, I think. So it just keeps going on wow. and on. And wow, on. wow. Well, this is this is a great framing, guys, uh, of our conversation. So um, right now I got eighteen. We'll see if we can go for twenty. So here we okay. go. So we're gonna okay. rapid fire. I got them all. Dave, do you have in front of you or no? I'm opening them up right now and I'm ready to go. All right. So the easy question for everybody here. I'm gonna go to Dave Sasano first because he actually watched the game. Pats played uh, 16 games. What's the Pats final record, Sasano? Uh, I'm going to go 10 and 6. 10 and 6. All right. Dave Geller. I'm going to go something that adds up to six, 16, 12, and 4. 12 and 4? <laughs> wow. Feeling good. I feel good about this game. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good that, that they did well and, and, and our friend, our, our good friend in Tampa did not. I'm going 12 and 4. <laughs> <laughs> well, very not scientific. For nothing, not for nothing, guys. But the, 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 what is, what is Vegas? Before I go, before I go, right? What does Vegas think? What what's the what's the prop bets for the for the for the past win totals? I don't. You got me. Yeah, I have no idea. Caesar I said it. Caesar said it at eight and a half. Really? So what? Yeah. I'm taking I, I, the over. I take the over a little bit. I'm going to split the difference, guys. I'm going eleven and five. I'm going hey, can I five. can I change my answer to eight and eight? Uh, sure. Eight and eight. eight, eight. What, what, what do we Does that add up right, to sixteen? There we go. Eleven and you know, eight, eight and a half and eight. How's that? <laughs> uh, we'll be eleven and five, and, uh, and 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 maybe like tie with the Bills for first place, and perhaps win the first place on a tiebreaker. That's, that's what I'm going to say right now. All right, boom. Okay, number Dave. two. Number two. I'm not sure how to phrase this question, but but which would you prefer to interact with, Brosgal, a seal or an otter? The answer is a seal. Why? They're just bigger and funnier. They also have more decorations. They have spots. They got the whiskers. Otters are just kind of like sleek. Uh, I'm, I'm going seals. <laughs> well, we can just stop now. Tassano, um, <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, um, a seal or an otter? Which would you prefer? I'm going to go otter, actually. What? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I like the way they, you know, they, 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 they seem like they have a lot going on, you know? They, they hang out with each other. They've got their little tool, uh, stone tools that they open clams with and everything. You know, they're, 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 they've got it going on. So <laughs> That's a very sophisticated answer. Kelly, yeah, you? you know, almost like I was expecting questions beforehand, which I wasn't. <laughs> but just saying. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You don't need to. These are good on the fly. I'm going to have to go with a seal just because I, I think they'd be fun to, fun to pat and like cook and, and cuddle up with. I don't know. Something about those seals. There we go. Uh, all right. Question number three. Uh Tom Petty or Billy Joel? Sasano. Petty. Petty. No question. No question. I like Billy Joel, but I'm massive fan of Tom Petty. All right. Sasano is a huge fan of Tom Petty and the Traveling Wilburys, I'd have to say, right? That's one that you love that group. I do. I did. Yep. Yep. And I, and I think I think you were responsible for the death of Roy Orbison. Is that true? Um, the jury's still out, literally, on that one. So I'm I'm just going to keep it quiet. Just record. We're not recording this episode. Just so you know. Oh, good. Not, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> did you ever? You never saw them in concert, did you? No. No. Petty. I don't think they ever went in concert, did they? Nah. Nah. No. Petty. I I didn't, and it's and that, that's why I was really bummed when he passed because I think he would have been one of those guys who would have come around, 
you know, smaller venues. And, and so it, there was actually a chance he could come up in this area. And I, I, I would have gone and seen him in a second. And I'm bummed that I'm not going to be able to. What's your favorite, like, underrated Tom Petty song? Uh, Tough one to answer, right? So many. So many. Uh, yeah. Give us three. I like Running Down a Dream. Um, I like, I like when he did with, uh, with Stevie Nicks, he did a don't duet. Come, don't, come, don't come around here no more. No, no, no. Um, no. shoot. No, no, I'm dragging my hat around. No, he did another one with her. It's, it's, it's a ballad. It's more of a ballad. So I wish this was Christmas. Well, that was, that was, that was... <laughs> let's, let's just go with that so we can move on. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. no uh, I, think I, think, I think, I think I'm thinking about Insider. Is that what you're thinking about? That's the one. Exactly. I, I, yeah. That's a, nice. Very well. I know what's up. I know what's up. I, I do like that one. Killer, what do you think? So that's a good one because I like I, I I would I would say Billy Joel um initially, but I think then Billy Joel, his career took a huge dive for a while. Not only personally, that's what I'm thinking about personally in his music. I thought he put out some junk music in like one bad album. But Petty to me, I'm thinking, you know, Petty had that album like um um one with the uh, that video with he's like it's like a Alice in Wonderland video. I remember that. that oh yeah, I remember yeah. That don't one. come yeah. around here no like, more. This is just not good. You know, I think that um, I think Petty, yes, that's a tough one. I'd I'd probably have to go with Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Yeah, I'm like, probably six. I think I think the answer that people want you to say is Petty. Um, Joel had more commercial success, perhaps. So I I would give the Petty by you know by a nose. I would um, probably probably will hold up more folk folk folky over over time and i don't know but i mean joel's commercial success and and the imposters he spawned and the plays and musicals i wrote about him were great and um not, not, not to describe to them at all but petty i think maybe a little let's, better let's maybe. just let's, let's just go around the horn here and list some of the ugliest um rock and roll stars that we know of tom petty would be would be one of them he was not the prettiest of looking <laughs> I mean, your grab bag of, of pick, pick a rock star. Steven Tyler. Looking, got plenty of options. <laughs> Tyler, I, Tyler, I think has his. I don't know. Tyler's. Well, he, I, would, I wouldn't put him in there. I would say. Have um, seen him who? Have you seen him recently? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's not fair. Have you seen Roy Orbison recently? He's decomposing. Oh, yeah, he doesn't look. He doesn't look. This is not the Roy Orbison podcast, guys. Sorry. It's not, oh. Stop it. How about um, Joe Jackson? He's not pretty to look at. Okay. Anyway, like is, next is question. he really a rock star? <laughs> next <laughs> question. Uh, Dave, what's your lucky number? Uh, so I have two lucky numbers. I didn't say we're lucky numbers. I said, what's your lucky number? Well, my lucky number is eighteen. Why? But but the lucky number that I that I got when I went to Orchard Beach as a kid that spit out of the machine was a two. So I consider that my other lucky number. What, what, what machine are you talking about? Like a Zoltan? What is this? Exactly. Like that. One of those things. Is, this is your lucky number, too. I'm like, that's my lucky number. I'm going with 18. 18 for Chai. You know, good luck in Judaism and my birthday. Oh, and, okay. That's uh, fair. Sasan, what about you? Uh, I, I have my lucky number is five. But I opened a fortune cookie once, and it was 11. So 11 is my second, you know. Uh, lucky I'm, I'm going to give you the five because my lucky year is also five now. So, uh, well done. Well done, everybody. Five yeah. could, you, could you just say that phrase again? I opened a fortune cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I, opened a fortune I don't think I could say it. And it was a five. Right. Lucky number was 11. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, go number, number five. Lucky number right. five. Lucky number five. Okay. I got to get my, I got to pull my thing back out. Okay. The Excuse best. Me. What's your, uh, Brasco, what's your favorite Starburst color? Oh, it's definitely oh. red. 
Definitely red. What's your least favorite? Orange. Sasano? I like pink. Oh, pink yep. would be the strawberry. Yeah, I like pink. Pink or yellow, and then orange and red. So you, you rank red beneath orange? I'm not a big fan of the red. Wow. Really? That's yeah. a hot take. Yeah. Wow. Geller, about you? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with um, Gompers. I'm gonna have to go with um, red. I get the red, but pink. I forgot about the pink. Pink's red and pink. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, but, like but it, it's a surprise. Pink's a surprise because you especially you think it's gonna be pink, but it's it's but it's but it's not. It's, you it's think it's gonna be it's pink? Surprising. It's like the red. Your, what is pink? Skin. Like what? Like red is red. What is red? Strawberry, cherry. What is it? No, red is the red is the. Red is the cherry. cherry. I think pink is the strawberry. Yeah, so that, that that's where they get you. Like 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 the yellows the yellows the lemon, right? Yeah. Green is I'm not sure what green is. They don't make green starburst unless they make they the are, tropical. They are, they are, are, there's no purple starburst either. Well, you just no, say that's where like that's where they like get you. Packs. I'm talking like like classic starburst, right? Classic starburst. There were, there were four. There were four colors. Then they go to like the tropical. You know, you got the coconut coconut like off white one. You got like, the pina colada one. I'm like no thanks. Really? Yeah. I've never had those. We getting those. It's knockoffs. Not recently, man. Not recently. They must not be available in Maine because I've never. That seen must be it. Yeah. yeah. Or Lexington. <laughs> well, that's how they get you though, because because you don't the pink like you're you're expecting. What are you expecting when you put a pink candy in your mouth? What flavor are you expecting? Are the Starburst people out to get you? Is that what you're saying, Dave? No, what are you like? You you. <laughs> that's where they you, get you. <laughs> you choose you something expecting? pink. What are you expecting? What am I expecting? I'm expecting something pink. I don't know pink. Watermelon, watermelon. I expect watermelon. That's what I'm expecting. Watermelon. That's what Jolly Ranches are for. The watermelon. Fair, fair. Dave Geller, when was the last time you got a ticket when you were driving? Well, that's I, I have to knock on some wood. Um, but, uh, uh, a, a fine that you had to pay. The last ticket I got a ticket, a fine that I had to pay. Ooh, I got some good stories of fines I didn't have to pay. I don't want was, those. Okay, the, it was it was back it was back driving back to college with Jen on one twenty eight, and I and I passed a state trooper. I was in the second the left lane. He was in the left lane. I passed him on the right. That's the last time I got a ticket for driving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For passing a trooper on the right as opposed to the left. No, he he was go. I I I was I sped by the guy on the right hand side. So he. He pulled oh, me over. So it, was a so it was a speeding ticket. Yeah, he pulled me over. And he said, well, do you know why I stopped you? I said, yeah, I passed you. <laughs> <laughs> How fat, what, what was it? We were on like 75? What do you think? You yeah. So they, well, back then, back then it was like, you know, the speed limit now in Maine is right, 70. So it's like almost impossible to speed now. I mean, you, you can go 75. But yeah, I was probably going 70 um, in mass, which was like, what, back then, what, 55, 60? 55, uh, yeah, for what we were yeah. doing back then, yeah. I just got passed. Yeah. How about Sasano? Last ticket? I've only got one ticket in my life. Wow. And it was this and it was this past January, actually. Wow. What yep. were you doing? It was an inspection sticker. Expired. Ooh. Yep. Were you in Scarborough? Were you in Yep. Uh... Yeah, I was literally uh, two hundred yards up the road from my house. What are you talking about? They pulled yep. you over because your inspection sticker was and they gave you a ticket? Yep. How much? Oh, I, it was I don't know, hundred? I don't I don't remember. Yeah. I it was, it was, it's not cheap. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. My wife was once pulled over driving my car with an inspired sticker. So they actually gave her a warning, but they wrote it out. They wrote it out to me, but there was no fine. It was like, Hey, <laughs> get your ass to the inspection stuff and get it. The last I've, thing I've... I got was, was, um, 
it was actually Valentine's Day of 2000. I was driving back from Harvard Square with my then girlfriend, now wife, and I was making a right turn in Watertown Square at a red light, and I did not stop, and I was cited. I think it was 50 bucks for right on red and uh, paid that fine and have not gotten a citation since. I've been pulled over, I think, maybe one or two other times for some minor things. I got away with it. So, But it's yeah. been 20 years this Valentine's Day. Lucky me. Hmm. All right, Susana, what is, in the history of your life, mm-hmm. what is the video game that you were best at? Dave, do you know this one? Never played. What was your? Oh, I know this one. What were you a ringer at? Um, I was really good at Space Invaders, actually. Really? Yeah. Both. Well, both arcade and and home, Atari. Yeah. I was. I that was. I. I. That's it. That that's the easy answer. All right. Gal, what about you? Wow, I was really good at two games. (laughs) What'd you say? Cubert. Cubert. <laughs> Cubert. I was really good at a game called Frontline, which was like a little army game where you would like you would like an infantry man you hop into a tank. I was really good at that. And I had a game called Scramble, which was like a which was like a version of I can't think like a little spaceship game. I, I forget exactly how I can on describe what, it. On what system was this? Was this Atari? Oh, these are no at the at the arcade. At the arcade, at the arcade. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, the, which we would we would go to the Dream Machine, right, Sasano? The Dream right. Machine. My, I was like, my dad would drop me off at the mall and like pick me up literally like four hours later. I'd go in there with like I don't know ten dollars, five dollars, and just quarters after quarters after quarters, and and yeah, we would we would spend hours right in the Dream Machine. The Dream you know, Machine. Playing playing games. How about you, Braj? Go with your game. Um, I was really bad at lots of games. I was not good at that many. I would say I was pretty good at like NHL 95. Um, I was pretty good at the original Madden on PlayStation. I'm still pretty good at Mario, like original Mario. I know all the codes can get through pretty quick, but I wouldn't say I'm at it, you know, but, um, so, so I've got, I've got one of the original Nintendo games with Mario. Next time you're with us, we're going to play some real Mario. Oh, watch out. Kick your ass. Um, yeah. Nice. <laughs> like, 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 you can you can we're dating ourselves because I, I wouldn't even be thinking about playing playing like a PlayStation or an Xbox game. Like I'm talking, I'm thinking arcades. Yeah. I'm thinking, I got pretty good yeah. at Mario Kart with the kid because the kids had yeah, their yeah, Nintendos sure. growing up. I did sure. Mario Kart. I was pretty good at. Um, I was um, amongst my friends who all all of whom had game systems in their house growing up. I did not. They would always just pretty much transmit everything. I did play NBA Jam in the arcade though. Back in the day, back in like sixth grade, seventh grade, I'd take the bus to Harvard Square and like walk down to 1001 Mass Ave and play NBA Jam with quarters. But I wasn't that good at it. So. Um, Celtics All right. prediction, Dave. Celts Heat prediction. Eastern Conference Finals. Very exciting. Who's going to win? Celts. Which one? Celtics Heat. Who's going to win? Celts. How many games? Four. Celts going <laughs> to sweep. All right. Good luck. Susan, what about you? I'm I'm actually pretty confident about this. I think the Celtics in five. <clears throat> yeah, I'll take Celtics. In, I'll take Celtics in six. I don't think they. I know there's a lot of questions I have, but what what a, what an end of the series <laughs> against the Raptors. Love Toronto. What an effort. Came up short. Could have gone either way. I actually um I didn't watch the game because I was too stressed, but I actually listened to it on my phone, like ESPN Radio, and I was still getting really stressed about it at the very end. So go seize, go seize. Did you watch the game, Dave? I watched it. 
honestly, I think zero point zero. I watched a min- minimal yeah. amount of the games. You know, it's yeah. embarrassing. Um, I just couldn't. I couldn't get into them. Still trying to get into it, but no. I, I'm. St- I, I forgot that the Raptors even won last year. I just. It just don't. Uh, well, a few things have happened since last summer. You know. I share what happened. How did I miss that? <laughs> um, COVID. All right. Question what they should do. They should bring back um, Johnny Most somehow, like a, on a somehow like through a you know electronic method that he calls the games, right? They could probably make an AI thing where he would be calling the games, right? That'd be cool. If they can bring back all the dead Star Wars characters and have them look like they're real, they can bring back Johnny Most's voice and so this, call the game in Glenn Wardway. Yeah, they can. Let's work on. Let's get this going. This could be. This could be the. Um, but what do you know, you know, thing? We could brand it. Why don't, have, why don't you call Scal and have Scal work on that for you, all right? I'm going to call. I don't come calling. I'm calling, I'm calling my buddy Scott Triola, who you met at Maddie's Mission. He's going to get that done. Okay. I'm in it. In it to win it. Babe, question all right. nine. Scal. Call Scal. Yeah. Call Scal right now. <laughs> right now. Texting sure. him. Doc. Dude, Scal. Hey, Doc. <laughs> um, okay. This is a good one, Sasano and Brosgo. Uh, what? Is you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Qbert. What is an underappreciated? What 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 is not? What is an underappreciated Harrison Ford movie? Underappreciated Neither Harrison of you. Ford. Just jump at this one. I, I'm uh, trying to think. Underappreciated Harrison. Oh, Ford. I got one. I got one. Please. The Cisco Kid. Oh. Good answer. Ooh. Good. Yeah, I mean, Good with Gene Wilder. Underappreciated as a movie, or underappreciated because he was like his role in it. He was he was, that was a great movie. That, they, that was a great movie, that, and underappreciated because it was okay. a great movie. Nobody ever thinks about it. All right, except me. That's a really, really, really good answer. That's like yeah. This is stop. This stuff stop now. Let's go back that was, to um. That was that was better than I was going to do. Let's go back to seals and otters. <laughs> wow, huh. I'm going to rub a seal's belly. Huh. No, well, I mean, you, you can't you can't play the hits like The Fugitive was a classic, and everybody would say The Fugitive as they as also they would say Star Wars as they would also say about, um, you know, ra- oh, you know Raiders one. and that stuff. You know, you know oh, Blade, Blade, I would say not Blade Runner. I didn't love Blade Runner. Um, I think he was pretty good in like Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger, but again, those are Jack Ryan movies everybody saw. What was the one where he was with the Amish community there? He was the detective doing the Am- uh, uh, the murder in the Amish country there. That was, uh, that was, I don't that, know that one. No, that was a good movie. Um, wait, was it Witness? Say, was that Witness? I think that was Witness. witness. That's it. Witness. Oh, yeah. With, uh, yeah. With Kelly McGillis. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I would say Frantic. Frantic's an underrated movie. He is. That's where he goes to goes to France with his wife, and like she takes the wrong suitcase, and then she's kidnapped, and he has to like solve the crime on his own. It's very like tense, and no one has seen it, but it's pretty good. Um, but he's made a lot of great movies. That's a tough question to answer. But I like your I like your answer, son. I was probably the best. Wow. Now I got to go find that. That's got to be somewhere, right? I haven't seen that in forty years, probably. Hmm. Yeah, I'm so I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of. Oh, I I know, I know one. Yeah. The Navarone movie he was in. Oh, good one. The Guns of Navarone. Guns of Navarone. No. Was it Guns of? Na- yeah, well, he was in one of those movies. He was like, a, yeah, that. I'll go with that. Underrated. Underrated. No, I got no idea. I got no idea. That's a good movie, though. It's a good movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, yeah, yeah four I'm trying ten, to yeah. get off the IMDb four page. Four ten from Navarone. Four ten from Navarone. Absolutely. There we go. All right. Famously cited by, uh, 
Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction when he says he's the Guns of Navarone. Anyway, that's the conversation right. for another time. I had a Guns I had a Guns of Navarone playset growing up. That was one of my favorite. It was like this. It was this, it was big. It was like this three foot high plastic um, mountain, half a mountain with with in uh, the backside. It was like you know different different areas of the fortress, and you could go up ladders, and there were turrets, and guns, and, and you, I you and did I, not. Yeah, Boy, is awesome. Oh I my god, I love it. And you had and had your Germans and you had your Americans, and I would stage these battles. And I love that. You played the American side, not the German side, buddy. Oh, I played both sides, but the Americans always won. And That's I remember going. I remember playing that for a long time, probably older than I should have. Or my or my <laughs> mom wanted me to play with it. And one day I went to play with it, and it was gone. Oh. I don't know what happened. Sad. Sad my guns and everyone and. The it, it's the, the jury still out of what happened, you know. I think that yeah, that's the same day you got bullied at the uh, driving range, probably. I in my childhood, my I was gonna go home and and and, and console myself by playing with guns of Navarone, but it wasn't there. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Sorry. Couldn't do it. You're you're, you're absolutely right. I just googled it, and there it is. What? That's a pretty cool playset. Oh, it's awesome! I gotta tell you, that wow. was. Awesome. Had yellow guns, these yellow turrets. It was great. Yeah. Someone, someone, so sorry, get this from Geller on eBay and send him for his birthday in February. Oh, please. Start Geller, done. Geller, question 10. What's your favorite All right, squash? Squ okay, what's your, what's your, okay, um, I'm going to go to Brosgall first with this just so he can lead in and give us some insight. What's your favorite squash? I'm the squash master, as you know. I'm the squash master, no doubt. I can eat squash all fall. We do. I'm growing squash in multiple gardens right now. Acorn squash is the winner. Acorn squash. Stuff it with uh, apples and cinnamon and Stew it up and bake it. It's delicious. Acorn squash for the win. Sasano, before you, you answer, Sasano, I'm just wondering why we were the ones being bullied at Tabers and not Brosgar with any answer like that. Hey, that I, dude. I didn't wear white jeans. I didn't wear that white jeans. That dude squash. I was not wearing yeah. white jeens. All right. Get off our case. Here's a, here's, here's a address. Go check this guy out. What? Uh, I'm a simple man with simple tastes. Zucchini all the way. You do so many things with zucchini. True. Keller's like has no idea what is Keller yeah, gonna say. I have no idea. Yeah. He's like, I don't eat squash. Squash. Oh, sucks. I, I just know one type of squash. Um, squash. <laughs> I used to draw this. I had this. I had this character. I used to draw called Squash Man. I had Squash Man. I'll show you sometime. Um, I was Wait, going. So I was going when with, you say squash, what what are you picturing? What color are you picturing? That orange. That it's pink. It's like a starburst. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> that'd be a good flavor, huh? That's sure imagine not. if you're. If you're Starburst, the, the orange with squash, acorn squash, it'd blow your mind, bros. You'd be like, oh, my gosh. This is the best Starburst I've ever had. I'm trying to – are you trying to trace the shape of a butternut squash? Is that what yeah, what was that, what was that yeah, all about? Butternut, butternut, butternut. Okay, butternut. that's fine. You can make you can make that you know good soup out of that. It's very versatile. Sprinkle some cinnamon in there, maybe some pumpkin seeds. I'm, you need to be with me, Dave. I, I can really help you participate in the Brosco Squash Festival, which we do have every fall, which is kicked off already with squash. The so, Brosco anyway. Squash, squash Festival. Festival. Dave, do you watch uh, Do you watch movies with subtitles on, Dave Geller? Do you watch movies with subtitles on? Um, for our movies, just movies in general. All movies. I used to not, um, but I, I, for a while, I, I, I don't all the time, but I got, I've, I've gone into it more, especially when I'm laying in bed, yep. um, you know, and just watching them. Yeah, I think it's great. Great. That's a yes. Hassan, what about you? I, you know what? Same thing. If I'm, if I'm out in the living room or whatever, no. But that we have them on in the bedroom. So I'm pro yeah. subtitles all the way. All yep. the way. All right. Um, moving on. Sasana, what's the worst flight you've ever taken? 
worst flight I've ever taken or been on a bad, very bad flight experience. I guess that's a good question, right? I've been, I, you know, I've been very lucky. Um, there was a flight I took. We, it was, uh, it was, we were heading to Phoenix. So it was, we had from Portland to Detroit and then Detroit to Phoenix. And the, the, that stretch was very turbulent over, I don't know, New Mexico or something. There was a, there was a big batch of turbulence that we went through and that was, uh, that was not fun. But I've been very lucky on on planes. I really haven't had any majorly bad experiences. So, well, I know Geller hates flying, Dave. How would you answer this question? So that's not fair because I don't I don't have many any all my flights are good because I land and I'm still here. <laughs> but sure. it was one exactly. It was one flight we were flying to. Um, oh yeah, I got two bad flight stories. But one of the ones we were, I was, we were flying to Florida and. Jen booked the, I don't know, to save money or she booked the flight late or whatever, but her and I did not sit together. And mm. she sat way in the back and I sat like in the middle, right next to that door, right? The door that goes to the, the wing. And uh, it was like that, it was like that William Shatner um, Twilight Zone movie <laughs> to me. Because I'm sitting there next to this door and the woman next to me, who was very nice, I actually have her card still because she was a, she was actually a, a nurse who worked at Disney World, it turned out. But she was just talking to me and talking to me. And I, and I was just sitting there sweating because the door had the caulking on it and the caulking was coming off. And I was just staring at this door thinking, I'm, I'm just going to fall right off the plane. And, and, and she's talking to me. And I said, I looked at her and I said, I'm sorry. I'm not very good at flying. I can't talk right now. <laughs> and, and then Jen came up from the back to see how I was doing. And she looked at me and she looked at the woman and she said, He's not doing very good, is he? He's like, no, he's not. I was just, I'm just glad to have landed on that flight. That flight made me nervous that it was going to fly off. But that, that was probably one of my, one of my not good flights. See, you'd, you'd ordinarily really enjoy talking to people. But on a plane, you definitely would not, right? Yeah, I hear you. I was, I, I was like, if I'm, if I'm on a train or a bus or a plane, like, please don't talk to me. Please. I don't want that. Yeah, what's your, what's your flight, worst flight experience? I mean, the worst thing about flying is like if you're not feeling well, and flying flying kind of exacerbates that kind of sick feeling. So I once had a, you know, a, a Tel Aviv New York flight, which is twelve and a half hours, just with a fever and miserable, and that just sucked. And I think that's probably an easy answer, but whatever. Um, so then, so then, terrible regardless. For for a guy who's six one, flying is really bad on a, on a good day. So when you're you, feeling sick, it's even worse. Then there's where I told you a while ago about that when I was bringing a group of kids home from London, and the kid I was with. Chaperone got really sick and like threw up in the girl's coach bag next to me and had to be taken off the plane. That was like differently bizarre, but like mm. I was fine on that plane. But that story was a banana story. But I've told the story before. I will not. I will not tell it again. Um, nice, to, nice to hear during COVID nineteen that you were like on a plane with like a hundred and four fever and chills, just sitting there. Yeah, it's great. What could go wrong, right? I did not have my face shield on. Spreading your um, pandemic. Dave, God, <laughs> what's the best way to eat corn? Hmm. Whenever I ask kids in the office, what's your favorite vegetable? And they I, and I say, you can't say corn or potatoes. Because to me, it's just not like a, um, you know, a great choice. But Jen loves corn. She loves it, loves it, loves it. What's okay, my so favorite? What would Jen say? On the cob. Yep. Yep. And I'd probably say that. I'd probably say that's the best way to eat the corn is on the cob. Do you oh, boil it or do you boil it? Uh, boiled. Boiled. All right. So boiled corn on the cob. A summer staple. Well done. What well, about you, Sasano? You got something, Dave? Oh, you go, Sasano. You go. Take it away. Uh, on the cob, and it doesn't matter how boiled or we've grilled them before. 
Um, you wrap them in tinfoil and put them on the grill. They they do pretty well there too. Dark horse candidate would be cream corn. Oh. Dave's making but, the no. I'm probably going to say uh, I'm going to pass. But, but corn on the cob by a by a mile. Wait, wait. When's the last time you had creamed? I was just saying it's tough to say. This time you had creamed corn. Is it cream corn or cream? Creamed, uh, right, Ed? Yeah. When's the last probably time you long, had this final? Probably long night. enough, so I think it's a dark horse candidate for my favorite corn. It's been a well, while. Like, when's that? Was it since you've been married, or when you're like a little kid and your mom served it on Sunland Drive? Like, what? What? Here's your cream corn, splop. <laughs> <laughs> what? Really? When's that? I can see your brother like more cream corn, mom. <laughs> I love the cream corn. <laughs> This is some I, serious corn shaming. <laughs> I, I really, I'm, I'm just taken aback. Wow. Um, no, no, when's the last time you had it? Just, just go. When, that's question nineteen. When's the last time you had your cream corn? I'm going to say within the last ten years, I've had some. Really? Yeah. Shall we make that for you? Is that out at a restaurant? No, at the house. I, don't, I, would, I wouldn't order it. You don't see a, cream corn on many restaurant menus, even at like Cracker oh. Barrel guys. So I mean, if I was going like bo- bottom to top, I would say like. Cream corn is towards the bottom, like the little <laughs> tiny, like baby corns you get at like Chinese restaurants or a can. Those like, are gross. Those are what are those? Are those real? Are those actually real corns? It's like what baby are carrots. those? Who's Weird. growing those things? Uh, I think. But you can like really, who's gotten to those in? There's no other miniature miniature vegetables. There's no mini. So, as I'm talking, you can Google like how are those things harvested and get a probably good answer because I'm not sure they don't taste like corn. Um, and who's eating those? Who's eating those in tin fo- wrapped into the foil off the grill, right? The little corns. Right? And, and what's then, their I mean, I, what's their value besides Chinese food restaurants? Those things. What is that? I, again, these are questions. I, I'm not the expert. Um, ascending the ladder of corn greatness. Then, then we'll go to like popcorn, which is fine. Then we'll go to like frozen corn when you boil it, and then of course corn the cob. Um, I think it's probably still a better boiled. My wife actually taught me a new way to do it, which is actually cooking it on the grill still in the husk, which actually yes. keeps in the moisture in, which is really, really good. Yes. And um, it's still corn season, guys, here in New England. So please enjoy. Um, but I would oh, maybe, th- maybe, thank maybe you. we'd steer maybe we'd steer away from the cream corn. Maybe. Just so maybe. I, I I worked in a nursing home for like three <laughs> years, and we all I, I'm busy these vision of these cans of whatever they were, oh. cans of corn. Cans of everything. They just open them up and slap them on. That's, I thought. Right, I thought that's, this, that's wonderful. I thought this was a safe place. All right. Okay. Um, just just stay in the fall on this fall motif. Yeah. Sasano, where are you with pumpkin? Where are you with pumpkins right now? I... Where are you with pumpkins? Anybody? Is that the way that question is written? Yes. I, Yes. Where are you with pumpkins? Where am I with pumpkins? Well, we 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 had our moments. You know, we we've we've had some rough patches. Oh. <laughs> are you I'm buying not... pumpkins? Are you buying pumpkins for the fall? Are you gonna carve no. pumpkin? No. Have some pumpkin pie. What are you doing? I I'm not a pumpkin guy. Pie, uh, pumpkin pie guy. We used to buy pumpkins when the kids were younger because you know make jack o' lanterns or whatever. But uh, I like pumpkin seeds. There you go. Do you? Do you buy them, or do you or you make them your own self when you're like when, well, you scoop when we out the... when we'd scoop them out, we could we, you can make them. Yeah, I don't go buy them, but I would I would cook them up after we scooped Geller, them out. What about you? Where where are you with pumpkins, Dave Geller? I'm like I, I like the pumpkins. I like I like I like getting the pumpkins. I like taking the pumpkin pictures with the kids when they're young. You know, yeah. be, I, and I like I like carving the pumpkins. I like scooping out the stuff in the pumpkins. I like lighting the pumpkins up. And then leave them outside and watch them rot and get all moldy. <laughs> yeah, there's actually was a pumpkin. 
I have a, I had a, there's a pumpkin that was outside from last Halloween. I just watched kind of like, you know, decompress over the, over the months and uh, took like different pictures of it. Um, yeah. And I, that's very sad. Doesn't just, sound just, like you're in a good place with pumpkins. I get the most out of my I get the most out of my pumpkins. Put it that way. I'm I'm always amazed at how much pumpkins cost, though, for what we do with them, right? You know, they they you you got to buy them by the pound. They're pretty cheap, man. They're pretty cheap. Yeah, but but what do you do with them, though? You just like you buy them to destroy them. You know, I guess maybe you make some pumpkin pie out of them. But, I mean, again, like there there are varying ways that one can use pumpkins, right? First of all, you can put them on the doorstep. Always great. Very decorative. People wait, wait, wait. Dan's going to list his. Dan's going to list the, the, the top ten uses for pumpkins. I'm not. Doorstep. No. I'm, I'm going to tell you why they're very versatile, right? Doorstep. Number ten. Halloween. You can definitely make pie, you can definitely make pie out of them. If you bring them inside, they actually last for a long time. Like they can last through the winter, like on your stairs. If you want to keep the pumpkins r- running around. Why? And, like, make the seeds. Use the flavors. Use the pumpkin with the butternut squash and a nice soup, Dave. Like you can, you can, you can really. You can do some good things with pumpkins. I'm I'm in a very good place with pumpkin. I'm actually sad that we don't have any yet. Usually we already have a couple by mid September, um, and uh, and I saw them out at Whole Foods today, so I think there'll be some pretty soon over at our in our doorstep. So get, you're, get you're probably the kind of guy. You're probably guy the guy, kind of guy, Mr. Sano. You can tell me if you're this guy where you get a turkey, right, and you do everything you can with that turkey. So at the end, there's no more turkey left. You like you eat. Oh yeah. You, you just melt it, broth it. Oh yeah. So, Liquify it. No, that's my my folks do that. My you know the 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 gizzards and all that sort of stuff. My mom will make stews and all that all that stuff, which is really good. But I I don't have that now. You make a turkey, you get like six meals. You get turkey dinner, turkey lunch, turkey leftovers, turkey soup, turkey soup, turkey brothy for different kind of soup. It's the best. And then the carcass goes out the door. Carcass, you know, my mom was a real carcass user, and and I'm just not. Um, exactly. The carcass was on the doorstep. Yeah, right. Just leave the broth outside. Um, Sasana, <laughs> do, you drink, do you drink coffee, Sasana? I do. Do you brew your own or do you buy it? Uh, we buy it. So you I just, it? you know, a cup in the morning, basically. My, my wife's a much bigger coffee drinker than I am. I just like a cup in the morning to start my day. And I, I'm not really a connoisseur or, yep. a, you know, Maxwell House works for me. You you buying it like a a, a a Duncan or are you buying it like a you Tumble buy and make it? Doing, yeah. I'm buying them at Shaw's supermarket. Shaw's, there it is. All yes. Right. Dave Gallon, what about you? I see I see you pulling into work with the with a cup there. What do you bring your own? You doing Keurig? What are you doing? Jen brews a, a brews a bunch every morning. Pours it into a water bottle, which is in the refrigerator, black and cold. And I drink that on the way to work and into the morning to my next cup of coffee. So. I, I love coffee now. Um, I'll drink it. I usually drink it black uh, and cold. Just, but uh, I, I, but I love going to get like a real cup of coffee too, like a Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. I've I, never seen you do that. I've I never do, seen I'm, you holding I, a cup of Dunkin' or Starbucks in my life, which yeah. is strange. I always see you with like the cups from home. Yeah, it's interesting. When we go, yeah, I'm there for a while. I used to love going like this. I go to Pete's to get a real strong cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, it's yeah. I, I don't I don't put a lot of stuff in it, but I just I, I like coffee. I never I never drank it. I never actually drank coffee until I I started dating Jen, um, because I never Susanna knows me pretty well. Like I never felt like I needed coffee to get me revved up, um, and I would avoid <laughs> it actually. And then Jen <laughs> and then Jen said we we should drink coffee. Jen loves coffee. She's you should drink coffee. That's, that's something else that we could do together. I said okay. <laughs> 
So I started yeah, drinking coffee, and now I'm just like, you know, I I, 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 I infuse it into my veins. I just can't. Well, hold on, but, but that what, are you talking like John, like early days, like when you were teenagers? No, no, no. Um, we were living together. Oh, so coffee. it was like in your early twenties. <clears throat> yeah, when I never was a coffee drinker. Yeah, no. I mean, my second kid. That's when I really sort of came into coffee hardcore. Now I'm, I'm, I'm making the French press. I'm going out to Dunkin' and Starbucks. I mean, I mean, I'm all in, you know. And it's always. So what, so you like you you like do you like to brew or do you like to go buy it? What's what's your thing? Well, I mean, I've just now that it's cooler, I'll actually I'll brew the coffee in the morning at home because I don't think it's like too hot to make hot coffee it's like in the French press. But I'm I'm grabbing Starbucks or Dunkin', you know, pretty much daily. So, sorry, I'm addicted. For a while, um, we, I was even I was even we even had those we even had wrote coffee beans that we would just chocolate covered coffee beans that would just oh, yeah. pop, pop it in my mouth. Pop them, yeah. Um, Geller, what's a sentimental? I see you're wearing a wonderful shirt tonight. City Sports, nice. What's a sentimental piece of clothing that you won't get rid of, but you also never wear? Yeah. Like, what, no, are you actually, just, just, what are you holding on to just to not get rid of? It's you said that because I just because I said I was running recently in one of my old Sammy shirts. Ooh. When I took it off from the back, I ripped it. I was like, oh, why am I wear? Why did I do that? You know, there were two shirts. One I don't know where it is, and it was an old hockey shirt. Field hockey shirt, a hockey shirt that Jen had that I wore in high school and college. And I don't know where that even is right now. And that was a great sentimental shirt. And I would never wear that for fear of damaging it. But I had this great Conway sweatshirt that I got in North Conway um, at like a sale. And it was like, you know, 100 bucks got off like 20. There's a real great quality. $100 sweatshirt? I don't know. It was a lot of, I'm, it was a lot of money, Cobra Kai. And um, I just, I highly, I highly, ever wear it because i love it so much so i that's that's probably my sentimental clothing so sano what about you i have an old uh baseball t-shirt you know the the undershirt with the yep. with the colored sleeves yep. and i was i happened to be wearing it when my oldest daughter was born and i still have it and it's got <laughs> right on the chest it's still got the the pucker where my wife grabbed grabbed it during labor and like almost ripped it off me. <laughs> and I've never gotten rid of it. I haven't worn it since then, but I've, I've, I've still have it. What, what was that from one of the teams, one of your baseball teams run up? Uh, it's probably from the high school. Yeah. The high school team. It's the undershirt. Yeah. 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 You played, cause you played little league right out at, out of the uh, airport, right? You, in the, um, so right. Which is not there anymore. I mean, the no, airport's no, no. there, but that's not where they play anymore. What was your favorite? What was your favorite? Um, what was that? Auburn Suburban Little League. What was your favorite team you were on? Uh, Dave's Market. Dave's Ob Market. Obviously. Mine was Food Town. <laughs> that was my team. Food Town. What was Food Town? Food Town was like the supermarket, right? In uh, Auburn. Food yep. Town. Yeah. That was like, which ended up becoming Shaw's, right? Food Town. <laughs> There's Shaw's in Auburn. It's on Hannaford's. It's Shaw's. Well, maybe it's Hannaford's over by. Um, but Any right. town, there's a Hannaford and there's a Shaw's in too. Normally, oh, yeah, they're always doubling up. Yeah, like Dave's Market, though. See, that's that's real throwback. But what are the teams in um the teams in Bedford? Are they named after? They're not named after like no. I mean, maybe in the old in the old days, but now it's always like it's like the 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 Mario League of the Pro Clubs and, and you get sponsors, right? So it's you know Bedford Farm sponsoring the A's or it's Puelli Landscaping sponsoring the Dynavacs or whatever. Yeah. So that's what they're doing now. Boom. So what's your favorite? What's your your um Piece of clothing, Dan. Yeah, I mean, I have one. Wow. No, I mean, yeah, I have a, I have a like the my group T-shirt from uh, my 1995 trip to Israel. I still have, and I haven't worn it since probably 1996. But I would never, I can't, 
I always hold it and I say, is this when I get rid of it? And it's still kind of there for no particular reason. But your story about the ripped Sammy shirt reminded me, Dave, there is a picture uh, exists still of me with a ripped, a half ripped AE Pie shirt with Florida Gators lettering on the field of victory after AE Pie beat Sammy 6 nothing on Chapel's Field circa 1999. So I'm going to find that picture, Dave. I'm going to bring it to you so you can see it. So yay, yay for ripped shirts. I'm going to rub my face in it. I am actually make you feel bad about it, you know. Um, all right, we're, we're, we're gonna do 17 questions, not 20. All right, and this one's for Sasano again. Back to movies, he's a movie guy. What movie have you seen the most number of times? Uh, there's probably a toss up between three of them yep. uh, Airplane, Blazing Saddles, or Young Frankenstein. Wow, three classics. Yeah, which one, which one do you like the best if it's possible? Like one of those, the best. Probably uh, Young Frankenstein. Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Huh. Young Frankenstein. Wow. Tyler, what about you? Uh, you go first, Brazzy Bros. Me? Um, it's either Raiders of the Lost Ark or, or Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Probably Raiders. Probably Raiders. And I'm talking about over 100. Definitely over 100. Because when I was a kid, I only had like five movies, and that was one of them. Honestly, I've seen, I can't think of movies I've seen that often that I would know that well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the more recent ones like The Town. Um, no, okay, come on. <laughs> Some last I don't know, years. five times. I've never seen it more times. Any other movie in my life? Okay, okay. Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. All right, how's that? How many, times, how many times have you seen Kentucky Fried Movie? Oh, not, probably like seven, you know? But <laughs> so maybe like, um, also, uh, I, I, here's one, um, Hoodwinked. Seen that movie like 50, 75 times. Animated never movie. Never heard oh, oh, One of the best animated movies ever. Oh, with, you actually, you answered that question when I asked you a while yeah, ago. Yeah, with the what's best soundtracks. Movie? Yeah, I've seen that probably the most. Um, yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'll have to go with that one, Chuck. <laughs> All right, so here we go. It's, it's 11.36 p.m., uh, an hour 13 minutes of Sasano on the pod, a 17.20, not a 20.20. What a podcast. Next time we do this podcast, we're doing it live from Scarborough Downs. Um, free admission, <laughs> free admission, free parking, family friendly, and I quote, "Kids love the horses." Boom. Kids so, love the horses. So <laughs> as, we, as we prepare to say good evening, guys, I want to say to Dave, uh, it's almost the Jewish New Year, so a preemptive Happy Rosh Hashanah as we prepare for a fifty-seven eighty-one on Friday night. If I don't talk to you before then, have a good one. Fall is coming. Rooting for the Pats against Seattle next week. Sasano, star of the day. Thanks for coming on the pod this evening. It was fun. Hope to do it again. And um, any any parting words, Dave, that you want to share with us, Dave Geller? No, this is great. Uh, it's great to have Sasano on, a good old friend, and it shows that friendships get better with age. And it's been great to reconnect with him. And thanks for uh, joining us. And, Dan, always great to see you. You know I'll probably talk to you tomorrow. Probably tomorrow, uh, yeah. Once, if not twice a day. Yeah. And uh, yeah, hope everybody has a great fall. And happy New Year, Dan. And uh, I'm going to hunt down the traffic cam footage of the white jeans because Dave's denying it. I believe that it's true. So episode 38, the white jeans podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Good night, guys. Good night. What Do We Know is written by Dan Broskel and Dave Geller and produced by Julie Manugian at Lex Media in Lexington, Massachusetts. Our theme music is written by Joey Freeman. Joey's work can be found on SoundCloud and Spotify. See you next time.